Hey, Brian. Hey, John. How are you? I'm pretty good. So, uh, so for all of you listening, uh, you know that we're focusing on what we call forever skills on here. The skills that will never become obsolete, no matter how much or how quickly things change. And not surprisingly, we did an episode about adaptability. And we talked a lot about um, being flexible because you have to be adaptable and flexible if you're going to keep up with all those changes. And while we've talked about things like, you know, how to become adaptable on here, uh, there's, I guess I'll call it a sub skill of being adaptable that we really haven't covered, but it's really important. And that's the skill of personal branding, which, you know, is basically the skill of evolving, potentially even reinventing your personal brand so that you personally can continue to be viewed, you know, by your peers or your team or your manager and your organization as relevant and current and in the know or informed or maybe even a bit ahead of the curve. Basically, all the things that you want and need for the people around you to think about you and the things that will help you continue to be considered for new opportunities as well as help you advance in your job and your career. I mean, Brian, any any thoughts on this topic? Any additional thoughts before we introduce our guest and, and kind of get into this one? No, I'm actually really excited about this, John, because you know me, I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, overly sensitive in regards to brand and what brand means. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think that's, you know, people always look at it and think of big companies as, you know, it's an important factor because, you know, they represent something. But, but I think when you put it in the context that we are all our own personal brand and we should all be very aware of that and the way in which we position ourselves, things that we say, the way that we respond to mm-hmm. different things, I just think it's such a great topic. So I, I'm really excited for us to be covering this one because I think it's actually really important no matter where you sit in the organization to really view yourself in this light. Yeah, great point. So um, so let me introduce our guest who is the CEO of the um, appropriately named personal <laughs> branding company, Mug Branding, David Fellman. What's up, David? How, how are you? Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Hey, John. Hey, Brian. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So, so David, I got to ask, how'd you get into this? I mean, what made you, um, what made you start Mug Branding? Yeah, well, so you kind of mentioned the name, and I mug love the name. Is, Me too. Yeah, mug. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind of. I was the whole idea is like get your mug out there. You know, this whole kind of mug idea of like your face and mm-hmm. kind of getting it out there. Um, I, I started off by really doing digital marketing. So we were a digital marketing agency for a long time. I had a partner actually. We were digital marketers. And we were branding for companies. We were building websites. We were doing marketing campaigns. We were doing all sorts of stuff like that. And I started realizing that uh, people connect with people more than they connect with corporations. I kind of had this like epiphany or this realization. It was actually during a conversation with with a client. And he was saying that basically he, he had spent all these thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars promoting his company. But as soon as he started, he flipped it over to just kind of promoting himself and putting himself out there and using his personal brand as a channel to market his company. It like doubled or tripled his revenue. Hmm. So this idea started resonating with me about the importance of personal branding. And so that's kind of how we got into it. We just started helping. We started transitioning. We still help companies, but we started transitioning to help helping people really be aware of their brand, 
build their brand, be conscious of their brand. Like Brian was saying, just be aware, being aware of it and, and being deliberate about it. I love that. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's actually the, the importance of the topic because, you know, as you look at it, everyone always assumes that they are, you know, that they, they actually sit under the brand of whoever the company is that they work for, but they actually do contribute a lot to that brand through their personal brand. So it's almost like a sub brand within the bigger brands. And, and I don't think everybody sort of looks at that in that same light as, as I had mentioned, but David, you know, you know, we're calling this podcast forever skills, which basically means we're focusing on skills that we believe will always um, be needed and might even become more important down the road with all that technology, right? Becomes sort of more mainstream and, and, and makes some skills, quite honestly, more obsolete than others. So so you just talked about why personal branding is so important now, but I'd love for you to fast forward just a bit um, and, and sort of, let's say, look into a crystal ball and tell us what you see personal branding as a skill in the future looks like. Do, do you think it'll still be important um, or maybe even more important? I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Yes, I. Uh, that's a great question. I think that personal branding is definitely a, you know, kind of what you're referring to as as a lifetime. It's a it's an evergreen skill that will always mm. be needed. In fact, like you said, it, it'll be it'll be more needed as as we move into you know we've kind of moved into this whole social media environment. There's so much going on. Employers, people, you know, your boss will see you on social media they'll see what you're saying things like this are just getting more and more prevalent so just being aware of your personal brand and and what you're doing is never going to go away and and just the importance of it i think um i i was reading a quote the other day that said something to the effect of you know what people think of you is more important than i i can't quote exactly but it was something along the lines of what people think of you is more important than what actually you are. And I agree with that. And I disagree with that in a couple respects, like from a personal perspective, that's definitely not true because like, you know, whatever someone believes about you, that really doesn't matter. But at the same time, from a very pragmatic perspective and a professional perspective, like, you know, employees in a company, that is actually very true. I mean, if, if people think you're capable of getting the job, you'll get the job, whether you, uh, deserve it or not. And if somebody thinks that you're, you know, you deserve the raise, you'll get the raise, whether you deserve it or not. It's kind of this perspective and, and having that or a perspective of you and having that be as positive as possible is always going to be beneficial, you know, no matter where we go in the future. Yeah. And I think the other side to that is, I mean, essentially, and I'm sure people don't think of that, you know, when you complete a task or do something um, that's asked of you and you do it really, really well and you get recognized for that, whether directly or indirectly, I don't necessarily think people think of that as, oh, in that process, I'm actually building my own personal brand. But that's exactly what they're doing. And so... So I think, you know, as we look at this, I think there's a couple of things here. So I, I do want to talk about, and I, I do want us to get into the how part of this, but I think the mm -hmm. other side to this is 
as you look at this, it's, you know, we're talking about it potentially from the positive side. It's also an important factor to keep in mind because it can actually have, your actions can have very negative impacts on your personal brand as well. So it's not always just promoting yourselves, but you have to be aware and conscious of some of the things that could actually have a negative impact on your yeah. brand. So, so let's jump into the how part of this and, and talk about sort of approaches um, that we can take as individuals um, to build our personal brand. Because I'm sure there are people out here who are listening who are wondering things like, okay, where do I even start? Um, right. uh, you know, what are the steps I should follow? And how do I know when I'm done? Of course, I realize there isn't really a quick answer to any of this. So imagine you're, you know, writing an article about how to build your personal brand for Forbes or Fast Company or, or one of those um, outlets. And you had to provide the readers with some recommendations or steps. What are some of those that you would include? You know, the first place I would start, and this is kind of where I have people start when we're thinking about a personal brand, is uh, creating a personal brand statement. It's what I call a personal brand statement. Okay. So. Okay. I've actually got this. It's literally just a eight by 11, you know, just a printer size piece of paper. And what I've done, it's a, it's a living document that I've created. And what it is, is essentially it's who I am. So you put things on there, like who you want to be or who you are. So I read this every day. It's part of my morning routine. And it says things like, you know, I'm an amazing father. I always take time to spend with my kids. They know that I'm someone that they can rely on that's always there for them. Or another thing that might be on my personal brand statement is like, I'm a problem solver. People come to me because they know that I'll solve problems. They know that I'm not the type of person that's going to kick it down the road. They know that I'm going to put in the due diligence to figure it out before I just give up and start asking people to help me. So I put this on a personal statement, and this in turn is basically who I become. So we have to, we've talked a lot about it, but we have to be deliberate about our personal brand. That's the first step. And I think the first step is really writing it down in this personal brand statement that you read every single day, every single morning. And it can change a little bit here and there, but um, that's really where you think through who you are want to portray to the world and who you want to become um, because that's what will ultimately become your brand. So I'd say that's the first step. That's great. I love those I am statements. That's great. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd say the second step is to start living that. So part of living that is probably reading it every day, of course, but taking the opportunities. Let's just say, for example, um, one of the things I remember, because I was in the corporate world for a while before I really jumped into this marketing, and it's, it's been, you know, about 10 years, but I remember I had a, a goal or something where I wanted to be more assertive in meetings. I felt like I wasn't sharing my, my ideas. I felt like I wasn't speaking up when I should be speaking up. So I kind of had this goal of being more assertive. Like I want to be, you know, more assertive in meetings. So this is the thing. You put that into your personal statement. I am an assertive person. I speak up when I have ideas. I know that my ideas are valuable and I'm willing to share them. And I'm not afraid of what other people will think. I'm going to share something like that. You could put in your personal brand statement. And then when you're in meetings, take the opportunity to do that. It's going to be hard at first, but as you slowly start doing that, what's going to happen is eventually people will perceive you as that. People will perceive you as assertive. 
or someone that speaks up, someone that has ideas. So I'd say that's um, probably the second step. Uh, and then when I was thinking about it, the third step is probably actively sharing. Once, you're, once you've established it, once you've thought through your values, who you are, what your brand is, what you stand for, who you're going to be, and then once you start living it and kind of actively implementing it in your life, then you can start sharing it. And that's where, you know, you'll start seeing a lot of these people with personal brands. That's where, you know, the visual aspect of it might come in, like uh, maybe a website or a personal website or or maybe uh, um this is where I would say posting on social media, posting on LinkedIn, which can be a really powerful tool to kind of share your thoughts, share your ideas, and start just expanding, networking, networking with people outside of your immediate department, let's say, and just sharing ideas with them. It's So I would just say start actively sharing who you are, what your personal brand is, what you stand for will be the third step. So, I mean, I think those would be three good steps that you could take, you know, starting right now to start building your personal brand. I'll tell you what I like about this is there's a, there's a bunch of things that I like about it, but, but I also think that it helps you to actually prioritize as well, because once you define your personal brand statement and you define who you want to be and how you want to be viewed, it's also very easy when you're asked to engage in something that doesn't align with that brand statement um, to, to step in and say, mm, I'm not sure if that's the right place for me to be. And it helps you, I think, make a lot of decisions that, you know, un until you think about it in this perspective, you might, might not be willing to, to, to actually do. The other thing that I like about this is you mentioned, you know, as you sort of define it and you actively share it, you know, you can do that through a personal website. The reality of it is, is anybody who's on LinkedIn, that is their personal website. That is yeah. that that is the equivalent of what they would put on a on a corporate website if they were a company. So I think those are all things that people, as they get to that point of actively sharing, being aware that what you put out there is what you have defined or should be aligning to what you have defined as your as your personal brand and if it doesn't you probably shouldn't be putting it out there because it's not consistent with who you're saying you actually are so so david let's say that i've defined my personal brand i'm feeling really good about it what's next what do i need to do uh, for lack of a better way to put it sort of to get my brand out there. We just talked about LinkedIn, but what are some of the other things that people can do in order to be able to get, you know, that the actual brand out there? I would say living it. Living it is is something that is definitely what you need to do. I mean, it's it's just incorporating it into your daily life, really thinking about it every day. You don't have to always be um, really just agonizing over your personal brand, but you just need to be aware of it. Like you said, so that when you come into situations, you know, if your personal brand is, if, if a value or a pillar of your personal brand is honesty, let's just say, and you come into an ethical situation in a meeting or somewhere where, where you feel like that's challenged, uh, you know, you'll have that, you'll have that foundation ready to, to, to stand for. Um, and I, I kind of, another thing I was thinking about is kind of having an elevator pitch. And that kind of goes along those same lines of consistency. It's having this elevator pitch of like who you, 
who you are so that when people ask you who you are, what you stand for, you know, what you like to do, why you do what you do, you you have answers for that. I don't think a lot of people actually take the time to sit down and really think through this. They don't actually you just we just kind of float through life and we go to work every day and we just kind of we talk to our boss, we have our reviews and we kind of generally know what people think about us sort of, but we don't really think about it and we don't purposely I'm going to use this word, but manipulate it or or be deliberate about it. When if you actually do that, it's 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 incredible the results you can have. You know, the people that are actually cognizant about their personal brand, I mean, they're they're going to be the ones that shoot up the corporate ladder because they're controlling the narrative, they're controlling what people think about them and and that's what will ultimately lead them to where they want to be. So, I mean, as far as concrete steps, it's sharing your thoughts on LinkedIn, reading your personal brand statement every morning. I'd say networking with people outside of your immediate team. I would say defining your audience is a big one too, mm-hmm. because you want to you want to know who you're trying to communicate your brand to as well. So there's going to, there was another quote I was reading the other day. I'm, I'm all about quotes today, but, and I can't remember the exact quote, but this lady said something like, um, people know me for different things. Some people think I'm the nicest person in the world. And some people think I'm a total jerk. And she said, they're both right. Because it depends on it depends on who I'm talking to, which um, I love that. Yeah, you know, there's it's just I think you know it's just defining your audience and then looking for opportunities to share your brand, uh, not over, not in an overbearing way, but just sharing it through opportunities to speak, networking, giving presentations, and then just living it. You know, if your brand is to be like. You know, I've, I had a thought to be assertive, you know, a few years ago, you know, just start being more assertive and, and it'll come eventually. And that's what people will think about you. You know, what's interesting guys, I, I, and Brian, you brought up LinkedIn. I feel like LinkedIn is the perfect proving ground for this, or at least yes. practice, you know, area or whatever, because you, you almost, when you do come up with that, that list of things that, that you're recommending David that, and, and who you are. On LinkedIn, you have to put it into a headline, right? You have to you have to have your headline yeah. in there, and you have X amount of characters to do that. So you almost have to boil that down to almost your uh, I don't know, for lack of a branding statement or you know mission statement or whatever, um, and that's who you are. And then your posts become those things that ladder up and validate those I ams. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and kind of bring those things to life in a way. So you, you, it's almost a great place to practice. Um, you know, like I'll I'll put out there that one of the things that I believe about myself is I help companies have conversations that they don't have but should be having, and mm-hmm. a lot of my posts will ladder up to that. We'll t- I'll talk about conversations we've had or you know podcasts that we've done or whatever it might whatever it might be. But I feel like that's a great proving ground. You agree, Brian? Yeah, completely. And and I, I I think it's absolutely true. And I think there are some people who do that really, really well. And then you see other people who are sort of all over the place yeah, in right. terms of what they post. And, and you're kind of like, wait, I, I, I yeah, don't what are understand. You? Like, what, what, yeah. what, 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 how is this relevant? Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't think um, for those that do that, the, the latter, I don't think they think of the impacts of that or are looking at the missed opportunity mm-hmm. that they 
potentially could see if they were consistent and, for lack of a better word, more authentic in the way in which they presented themselves out on what could be, um, you know, their place to, to share. Or like deliberate, like David said, yeah. it's really about being deliberate. And I, I agree with you, the cons- the inconsistency with some people, and I'll just talk yep. LinkedIn, it's, I mean, you look at it and you go, wait, wait, what are, like, you know, I thought I almost knew what you, you know, who you were, what you were all about, and you've just kind of pivoted over here, and it almost, it almost just makes you look a little wishy-washy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and David, you you would say that we would do this all the time, right? This is just an ongoing, you know, because at, at first I was like, well, because Brian had said, like, how do you know when you're done? And I guess you're never done, right? You're just always doing this. Yeah, I think it is. It's definitely a building a brand is definitely a living organism. It's never really. It's I I agree. I don't think it's ever complete. It can always be improved, and it always changes because you know life changes, things happen. And you can change. It's not like you can't change, but like you were saying just a second ago, is the consistency is it is important. Mm. And you also got me thinking about consistency and clarity. And confusion is the enemy, you know, as a marketer. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, one of my things is that I tell people all the time is that confusion is the enemy to conversion. I mean you can't have any sort of confusion. The person with the clearest message wins. That's a, one of my favorite books is Donald Miller story brand. And that's one of his messages is whoever has the clearest message wins. And when you um, are talking about that from a personal branding perspective, you brought up John, the LinkedIn um, headline, Mm -hmm. like who you are and your job title or whatever you want to call it. And that is a very good opportunity to just very clearly state who you are, what you represent, like what you're trying to do. And the more clear you can be about that, the easier it is for people to understand your brand. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think you can have a little, I I think people stress about that. I think they, they put their job title up there and, and you could have a little, you could have a little fun with that. Like you can be a little, like, you know, you have enough space in that LinkedIn. And by the way, you can fucking change it. Everybody gets so crazy. Like, like what you're saying, David, is you can evolve this thing. You can try different things out, um, you know, and, and, and see, you know, see what works or what feels best or what people are kind of reacting to or gravitating to. But I just think there's an opportunity with that headline to really practice and and get it concise inside of that, you know, the box that they give you. Well, yeah. I think too, John, the other thing is sometimes people think of, because we always hear ourselves talk about authenticity. And sometimes people think, oh, if I change, I'm not being authentic. Well, that's not true, because to your point, we evolve. And so mm. time changes, people change, our views on things change, and that's okay. It's just to make sure that, you know, once that change is identified, um, that you're consistent. David, I love confusion is the enemy to conversion. Awesome. I, I think that, yeah. I think that is, I mean, whether it's that from a so marketing true. perspective or yeah. whatever the case may be, if you can't make your point, you'll never get the business. And, and I, I think that is such a brilliant term. I, I love that phrase. So David, I'm curious, um, is there an example of someone who you think is out there that has a great personal brand? 
some, I mean, whether it's from a business standpoint um, or personal, I mean, I'd love to see if there's a business standpoint of it, but someone that we actually may all know, or maybe someone that you've helped in any, any thoughts or people that come to mind? Um, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I think there are a lot of examples of really great personal branding. And if you want to see the power of personal branding, there's some fantastic global figures that have really just mastered it. Um, and you know this because you know them. But, you know, because I was thinking about this, I was thinking about some people that are doing great and some people that are doing not so well when they could be. Um, and I go back to this, I go back to this idea of personal branding in this crazy world. People are relating more to individuals and people more than they are corporations because there's so much noise out there. There's so much advertising and marketing and you scroll through your feeds, you watch your TV, you walk down the street, you're just bombarded every day by marketing and people are tuning it out. And what they're tuning into is people whose message they can relate to. So the person that I was thinking of is Elon Musk, actually. So Elon Musk is a like when you think of Elon Musk, you think explorer, innovator, you know, business person. You think of this guy that wants to go to Mars and he's built SpaceX. He's done all this stuff. He's built Tesla and you and he's out there on Twitter. He's out there on well, he, I, he's actually not on LinkedIn, which I was kind of surprised. I was looking up him up the other day, but I was kind of, I was thinking about that and I was comparing him to somebody. Uh, I wanted to compare him to somebody and I thought, well, let's look at the personal brand of Bill Nelson. Now, here's a question. You guys probably, do you even know who Bill I Nelson d- I is? I do not. I do not either. So Bill Nelson is the direct, he's like the director of the administrator. He's like the president of NASA. So this is the guy that's running NASA pretty much. And nobody even knows who he is. So you got, you got Elon Musk out there who everybody knows Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Everybody knows that Elon Musk is trying to launch spaceships, but um, the director of NASA, he's got about 350,000 followers or something on Twitter and he's posting, but he's not, I would say that he's losing an opportunity to really build a brand around like who he is and what he's trying to push. Um, and so like I compare those two brands and I just think to myself, Elon Musk is crushing Bill Nelson. I mean, it's no, no offense towards Bill Nelson. I'm sure he's a great guy, but um, just from a personal branding perspective, He's not. He's not doing as well as somebody great like Great example. Musk. That's a great example. Yeah, that is that is a, such a great example because, you know, honestly, even internally, I mean, we do a lot of thought leadership um, with our teams, and we put materials that are out there, and and very frequently we get questions from individuals who say, you know, is this really working? Is this really important? Like, what, what is, you know, we're talking about ourselves from a brand perspective. Do I really need to be the person who's out there speaking? But I think your point right there is an exact reason why you need to. People look to people. People buy from people they don't necessarily buy from brands. And so when you 
when you understand the people that are behind the brand, what they stand for, who they are, what's important to them, where they're focused, it makes it much easier to interact at a brand level um, with the bigger organization that they represent. So I, I think that example is a perfect example because you would think the person who heads up NASA would be a, a household name that all of us know, and you wouldn't necessarily equate Elon Musk as someone that would become a household name. So I, I think that example is just amazing. Yeah, amazing. and the Bill Nelson connection, thats it's great too, just kind of how, you know, I just never had heard of him. Hey, hey, Brian, let me ask you this. Where do you think, um, and David, you can jump in on this too, but I'm curious from Brian's perspective, where do you think you have your personal brand and then there's the company you work for? Mm-hmm. And where do you think there can... There, you know, I'm almost like thinking of like the circles that kind of connect, right? There has to be a place where your personal brand aligns with the place you work. Do you think that's, do you agree? Yes, I do. And I think there is overlap there. And that's why I think that people need to understand it's not, when you talk about your personal brand, and David, I'd love to get your input on this one. You're not yeah. talking about who I am from eight to five. You're, you're, your personal brand is the way you act and interact with society, the way that you respond to people, environments, um, uh, things, situations that happen to you. And that's 24 seven, seven days a week. So I, I think that I, I do, I, I really do think that um, there is a lot of overlap because I don't think you can say you're one thing from eight in the morning till five and then you become something completely different from five to, you know, the following day. I, I do think there's a tremendous amount of overlap. David, thoughts on that? I think that there's this idea also that this younger generation is different. People are coming up, they're different and they think about things differently. And we live in a new age now where we have LinkedIn, we have, we even have Web3 coming, which is, you know, the decentralization of the internet. Basically, people are going to have the ability to get their message out regardless of the tech giants and everything like that. And companies need to embrace this idea that a personal brand for their employees, their managers, their executives is a asset. They can't be scared of it anymore. Mm -hmm. Because um, it's coming whether we like it or not. And I think corporations have been sort of scared of this a little bit, but it's it's turning. I think as this younger generation is coming up, the tide is turning because people are realizing that a personal brand is out there and it can be very valuable. If you bring, for example, somebody in that has a strong personal brand into your executive team or into your organization – that can completely transform and benefit your company. I mean, it can, you know, when people trust that person and then they go to work somewhere else, you know, or they come in to work, you know, say Panasonic brings, you know, I mean, I'm just saying if Panasonic brought in whatever, he's dead, but Steve Jobs, you know, like that would bring that his personal brand would just bring so much to the corporation. Uh, from the employee perspective, from the consumer perspective, um, and so that's going to scare the hell out of companies, right, right <laughs> well, Brian? Right, but like, John. But I think I think your point is really valid here because you know 
companies every day have mission statements. They, they talk about their core values. They talk about all of those things that are important to them. And I think as an employee, if you're going to sign up and say, hey, I'm going to work for Panasonic or Panasonic Connect or whichever entity that it is, and you read through the core values of the company and you go back to your personal brand statement and the two of them don't align, why would you start to work for that company? There's such a disconnect there that it wouldn't make any sense for you. So I think that's what you're getting to, right? Like you, you have to align on a moral compass as well as on just what things are important to the business as well as what things are important to you. And if they don't align, that's probably probably not a good fit. David, this has been fantastic. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having me. Really, it's been a lot of fun. So so there you have it, guys. Um, Some great advice and strategies from David about personal brand building. Uh, Feel free to use the comment section and tell us your thoughts about this episode. Share your personal brand statement if you have one. Maybe even tell us about how you go about building sort of your personal brand or even some examples of people you think have done a really great job at building and creating their own personal brand. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.